0: Hello everybody. Well, I can't sleep, so I thought I would uh, read you guys a few scriptures and a few things that I find interesting. Um, I just can't sleep. So about 12 something. So, you know, God's talking to me, so that's all that matters. And uh, hopefully you get something out of this. Um, Luke 7.50. Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. While it is faith that saves us, it only saves us because of grace. Grace is the vehicle through which faith arrives. We are saved by grace through faith, not of works. Ephesians 2.8 If somebody graciously gave you his life-saving parachute, knowing that he himself would perish, the parachute is the means by which you are saved. But it came by the graceful hand of the person who, sacrificed his life for you. The Bible says, "Grace came by Jesus Christ. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ." John 1:17. It was on the cross that God displayed his fathomless love for the guilty sinners. So when we came to Jesus Christ, our faith saves us. We can go in peace, because we have two types of peace. The peace that surpasses all understanding, and peace with our Creator. It's uh, it's really incredible, and uh, it's so, so true how we're saved by grace, and only through His faith, and uh, I just get blown away a lot of times at, where I'm at in my life and who I used to be and how grateful I am for God's grace and mercy upon my life. I was beginning to be an empty shell, uh, you know, and uh, and I'm just so blessed to have uh, God in my life and able to change my life and try to help those uh, change their lives, the ones that really need it, the ones that have given up on themselves, the lost souls and that's who jesus wants us to focus on he wants us to focus on the lost ones the ones that really need our help the ones that need restoration salvation in their lives that that's who we need to focus on and but first and foremost in ourselves um i still have a long way to go in my salvation i mean a long way i still have so many issues i need to deal with within myself and. Uh, and change My frame of thinking Into a more godly way I'm not perfect And like the Bible says No one is But I know What I want to do And I want to help others I want to help those That are addicted and afflicted Those that are lost in this world Those that are alone Those that don't have anybody else Those that had people However yet lost them Either because of mistakes they made or things they've done to them uh, and not being forgiven for an addiction maybe they broke every every boundary they ever could have with these people and now they're alone i want to help those because that's who i was once and god sent me angels to help me and change my life and guide me and give me the strength and the knowledge I needed on how to direct my, my kids, my son into a life that, that he needed to be in and be at, but I had to work on myself, and, and I think that's the biggest thing is that a lot of us are trying to change other people, uh, whether it's in our family, or our friends, or our spouse, or our relationship, our children, you can't change others until you've changed yourself. And I'm 100% working on myself so that I can be a better me, so that I can help more and more people. And uh, a lot of us don't humble ourselves and realize that we, first and foremost, need to help ourselves. There's nothing wrong with admitting you're wrong. There's nothing wrong with admitting that, that you've done wrong. God will forgive you. Everybody else, if they haven't forgiven you yet, it will come, like uh, all in God's time. Maybe they need to see a little bit more from you. And another thing, if you're being discouraged by people or constantly put down, constantly remembered about your past, what you've done wrong instead of what you're doing now. Because there's people that can go back 10, 20 years of your life and never let you live down a situation. And uh, it's just so sad for them. You know, not so much for you, but for them because they're still living in the past and maybe that's why they have that hatred inside. Maybe that's why they're trying to demeanor you and make you feel bad because that's truly how they feel about themselves. And because they're stuck still in that era, that's all they know. They can't see you for who you are now because they're still that same person they were back then. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's incredible, and I just uh, I really want you guys to share in this journey with me, uh, with the God Over Drug Ministry, and help as many people as we can. It, God put it in my heart, and I've had confirmation over and over again that this is what what I meant to do. I love it. I I get such an incredible feeling being able to talk to others and use my trials and tribulations to help guide the younger youth or people older, younger than me that need that guidance. And uh, and you got to let God talk to you, and so you can understand what you're meant to be, what you're meant to do. It doesn't matter what anybody thinks at the time. Look at look at uh, Noah's Ark. Noah, they all thought he was crazy, and look. Nobody wanted to help him build this build uh, the ark. nobody believed in him. they thought it was crazy. So whatever God puts in your mind, you do it whatever he wants for your future and for your life and for your past you know do it do it because that's what's meant to be and uh, forget about everybody else you know. Uh, let's see. Okay, I'd like to read this for you guys, which is uh, Luke 8, 7. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. Weeds need little water to survive, and seemingly don't need nutrients that other plants do. They burst forth through the soil like there is no tomorrow, and they choke anything in their way. They even push their way through tiny cracks in concrete and survive the heat of summer. We know that they are part of the Genesis curse 318 because they are intent on choking healthy plants around them. They seem to us good for nothing except to show how fast and furious they can grow. Won't it be wonderful when the curse on the earth is lifted? We can only begin to imagine how fruit-bearing plants will flourish then. What a wonderful hope for the future we have because we trust in God's mercy. May every cursed weed we see remind us of that glory and hope. And it's unfortunate, but we all have those weeds in our lives, those weeds that are suffocating us, those weeds that are holding us back and not allowing us to grow and bear fruit and flourish. We all have those. We have that curse of the roots and in the uh, of the you know and, and of the weeds. And it's uh, you know only through God's strength and mercy will we surpass all of that. Uh, the more and more we feed our seed uh, with water and nutrients, you're going to begin to see it bulb and grow and flourish and become into something beautiful, bear beautiful fruits. You know, but you gotta. Get rid of those weeds. Luke 8, 11 Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. In the beginning, in the first book of Genesis, the word of God brought life, as we know it, into being. God said, let there be light. 1, 3 And it is the seed of the word of God that brings eternal life to dying sinners. When Lazarus heard the word from the mouth of the Son of God, four days dead he came out of the grave. The seed of the word brought forth life. We tend to see seeds as being lifeless when they are placed in soil and watered. What seems to be dead suddenly comes to life we tend to see seeds as being lifeless and when the seed of the word of god finds root in the good soil of an honest heart and it is watered by the conviction of the holy spirit eternal life is germinated that is a new birth of which jesus spoke in john 3 1-5 so uh Let's read uh, Luke 8:12. Those by the wayside are the ones who hear. When the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. Disinterested sinners don't value the gospel when they hear it. So the devil is able to take the word out of their hearts. The gospel has not captured their attention, and therefore they give it no thought. A parachute is of little value to somebody who doesn't believe that they that have to jump 10,000 feet, but those who know they are in danger will greatly value the parachute because it will save their lives. This is why it is essential to preach future punishment according to the law. God commands all men everywhere to repent because he has appointed a day, Judgment Day when he will judge the world in righteousness. Acts 17:30. It is because of God's holiness and his love of justice that each of us needs a savior. Those who understand and believe will embrace Jesus Christ for the sake of their very lives. Thank you for staying up with me or if you're seeing this the next day, but I just couldn't sleep, you know, sometimes you just need to get some things out and uh, whatever God puts in your heart, you know, but uh, I'd just like to let you know, uh, I don't know if you've seen my status yet, but on Monday, this coming Monday, uh, about 2.30 p.m. on God Over Drug Ministry page and hopefully on mine as well. you will be seeing uh, an incredible testimony by uh, by my brother uh, Frank Sanchez. He's came such a long way. He's an incredible artist. He's an incredible drummer. He's traveled all around the world. He's seen so many things. Uh, he and not to mention what he's been through in his life, his trials and tribulations and how he remained faithful to Jesus Christ and his word and remained sober and how sometimes our Our own people that are in our lives Our own family Attack us uh, Whether it be close friends Close family And uh, You know God uh, God has his angels around us To protect us And and be there for us And at the same time The devil has those That he goes inside of And he Makes them make your life Literally a living hell And turmoil So that uh, You can lose faith in God And not believe in it And it's so sad, but people that don't believe in you often convince you not to believe in you. And that's such a sad thing. It's such a sad thing, but uh, God is good. We have a forgiving God. It don't matter how many times we do wrong or how many sins. God is a forgiving God, and He loves us, and He changes lives. And I can't wait for Monday. Because uh, like I said, my brother Frank Sanchez has an incredible testimony, and uh, he graciously accepted my invitation to come out on, uh, on Facebook Live with me. And so I'm pretty sure you guys will be able to be asking questions if you like, uh, since we are going live. And uh, I just can't wait to see what God has in store. I can't wait to see whose life is going to be changed and touched by Frank's word and uh, by the gospel So uh, you guys have a great night or if it's the next day, I wish you guys the best day, a God-filled day, a a day filled with blessings uh, for you and your family. For those of you who have lost a loved one or have a loved one that's still in the hospital, my heart goes out to you. For those of you who have been suffering because of the COVID, uh, my heart goes out to you. I just ask you remain strong remain strong in your faith Uh, this devil is attacking but we serve a mighty mighty God a loving forgiving caring healing incredible God and he's powerful he's defeated the devil and he's gonna defeat him every time we need to have that faith we need to carry That faith and carry the gospel in us to protect ourselves and be able to fight off because God's word, God's word is power. God's word is our ammunition in this battle, in the spiritual battle. God's words are our ammunition, our bullets. And uh, I would just like to say a prayer. Um, If you could please bow your head. Father God Almighty, first and foremost, Father God, I thank you for being so gracious and so merciful towards me, Father God, so loving and so kind, Father God. Thank you for all of my blessings with my children, with my family, with my life, Father God. I love you, Father God, and I thank you for changing me and the shell that I once was, Father God. Thank you for giving me light. My light had fizzled out already, Father God, and you restored me, Father God. You resurrected me from my being, from being nothing but a shell, from being nothing, Father God, to somebody, somebody with a purpose and a love for man, Father God, and a love for those less fortunate, Father God, and a love and a wanting to help and guide those that can't guide themselves, to speak for those that can't speak for themselves. And to bring those forth into your light, Father God. So through your gospel and through your words, Father God, you can change and restore their lives, Father God. You can change their heart of stone into a heart of flesh, Father God, like you did mine. Father God, I ask that if anybody is going through anything at this time, Father God, for only you know the cross that they bear and carry daily, Father God. For all of those unspoken prayers, Father God, for all of those sick with COVID at this time with no job, Father God, for those of us that unfortunately due to the COVID have to remain in their home where sometimes that is the battlefield, Father God, we ask for anybody suffering any type of abuse, Father God, protect them and guide them and keep them safe, Father God, until all of this is over, Lord. We ask that you give those that feel hopeless hope, Father God, those that feel lonely, Father God, hold them and hug them and love them, Father God, and guide them to all your angels on earth, which is us, Father God, those of us that know your word, Father God, and who have that fire and that love for you, Father God, and the knowledge of the gospel and the word. I love you, Lord, and I love each and one of you. If you're on my page, it's for a reason. If you need prayer, I ask you to please come to me. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. If, uh, if you'd like to speak to me, if you'd like to inbox me or you need prayer, feel free. I'm here for you. I promise you I won't let you down. I'll do my best to be there for you. Uh, we can pray together or uh, I can pray for you. If you want to remain anonymous, my phone number is on my G.O.D. ministry page. Uh, you can go on there call me, anonymous, private. Uh, email me at GodOverDrugsMinistry at gmail.com. God over drugs ministry gmail.com 559 871 2872 is my number. Uh, you can uh, get a hold of me on God over drug ministry on Facebook. Inbox me, leave a comment, uh, subscribe, and share on my YouTube. I have a YouTube channel as well with the same name God over drugs ministry. And uh, subscribe, share, leave a message. Get a hold of me. It's, it's not hard, and I'll be there for you. And uh, through God's word and God's mercy and God's grace, you're going to be all right. I love you guys, and take care.